This program is a paid commercial announcement from Jacob Media Partners and does not reflect the views of WPHT or its management. Now on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor. If we don't move in our own direction, we're going to become extinct. In fact, in some cases, we're close to being extinct right now. Presented by the law offices of Pond, Lee Hockey, Stern, Giordano. Talk, listen, and speak to the region's most influential leaders. It's Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor. Man, a good Saturday evening, everyone. Welcome in to Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor as we come to you on our home right here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, along with J. Doc M. Joe Krause, taking you into the night on a Saturday night, J. Doc. And I think the best way to begin uh, the program here on a Saturday night coming off of Flag Day yesterday uh, is to update and provide uh, an update on the movement that's happening uh, to get flags all over the city, which, as you know, I fully support. Absolutely, Joe. There's a lot going on. And and, and certainly, uh, you know, it's an initiative that we support heavily. Uh, So a little update on the 10,000 flags initiative the founder jim jenkins is dedicating a a mailbox uh in in the city hall courtyard for retiring american flags and uh in front of the veteran services office uh the mayor's office and the veteran service office is supporting the initiative and the event uh we're going to have the date and the time uh for the event the next uh couple weeks uh, on the show, uh, Jim Jim Jenkins will call in and let everybody know. But it's a great initiative. We support it hugely. Uh, and, of course, Flag Day, you know, obviously a, a, a day that's near and dear to our hearts. And, so. of course, let me say shout out, big shout out to Jim Jenkins for the work. I fully, you know how I feel about it, J-Doc, and I fully uh, support uh, his efforts. I think it's an unbelievable idea, by the way, to, to have a um, the ability to report tire your american flag sure. uh, correctly uh, and then when jimmy gets this thing finally accomplished and he reaches the very end of the line sure i want to know how i can get every household in philadelphia to put a flag out absolutely and so, so that's a, that that's important and by the way jim's initiative is ten thousand flags that's i would love to get a couple million and support his effort but we know it's awesome about that the, the initiative um uh, too often in today's society people are worried about uh you know the opportunity and free speech and to be able to burn the flag and we have somebody uh whose whose initiative wants to wants to make sure that there's a ten thousand flags hanging over the city of philadelphia so um kudos to to jim jenkins and the mayor's office by the way uh supports this initiative it's a big deal and and uh we're happy to be a, a, a mouthpiece for it. All right, good stuff. Over the next hour here on Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, uh, you're going to hear from three individuals who will join us uh, for the hour. Uh, Floyd Brown is with us in the studio. We'll tell you more about Floyd in just a moment. James Hall will introduce uh, him and give him the microphone uh, in just a second. And then coming up after our first break, uh, we'll introduce you to Jimmy Hart, the president uh, of the Metal Trades, who will join us by phone. Uh, the story uh, needs to be told, and we're going to use, j the microphone and the platform and the power of this radio station uh, to be able to let 
the Delaware Valley know um, how difficult it is right now uh, down at the Philly shipyard. And that's the focus of this show. Nothing else but that message. Hey, like we said in our in our uh, our Facebook announcement, calling all unions and citizens of the Delaware Valley. Uh, to spread the word, to push for jobs and work at the shipyard, uh, and here in Philadelphia is a big deal. People, this is this is uh, DefCon, whatever. At the end, you know, we we have a situation down there, and we don't only we we're not only trying to spotlight it, but we want to get the po- the politicians, the local politicians. I know the mayor's in support of this on board to make sure we get the projects. Uh, to the Navy Yard, to the shipyard, so that we can get these people, hardworking, quality Philadelphians, back to work. We may need to keep the mayor out of it, though, because he doesn't like Donald Trump. And we need Donald Trump uh, in this uh, scenario. But I don't want to get ahead of ourselves. No, I got let, let me start with uh, James Hall. Let me bring him into the conversation. James, we've been talking about um, leading up to the start of this show. We had a good 40 minutes of show prep so I could fully understand it. Let me give you the microphone uh, and paint the picture for us um, about what the shipyard used to be compared to what it is right now oh uh back in back in 2000 about 2000 1999 it was thriving uh they brung work down for the workers and they they actually taught the, the people how to be skilled a workforce and it panned out for a lot of the individuals that was down there and um, how many workers james uh it was over 1500 workers 1500 workers that lost their jobs Wow. No, how many were working in 1999, 2000? 1999, 2000, it probably was a little more than 1,500, but. 1,500, okay. So a lot, I mean, Jedock, you said it when we started the conversation about the topic. Man, the shipyard's popping, the shipyard's thriving, or it used to be. Listen, I worked down there as an iron worker um, in the mid 90s, and I remember, uh, you know, we we were working overtime constantly. We're hanging nets. We were doing, you know, working. I was plenty of work it was an awesome i think it was even the early 90s late 80s um and it was absolutely incredible that's right you're an old dude it definitely was the 80s all right let me go back let let me go back to james all right so james in may of 2018 the end of may last year uh, i'm going to reference an article that was posted philly shipyard targets 275 layoffs that was a year ago it's even worse today it's, one year later it's worse today um only ones is down there now and is uh i would say management management is the only ones down there and that's about 50 people out of that 1500 people so it's only 50 people down there left and it's no work it's no still it's no uh no skilled workforce everybody's gone um workers been on layoff right now and i would say uh over a year and, um, you know, unemployment only lasts for six months. So they, they have to scramble for jobs making, uh, I, I would say, $11, $12 an hour. From Spend a minute for me so the listening audience understands what work was being done at the shipyard. Because but, it's not what you think. These are monster vessels, and there's a lot of work going on them. Right, exactly. You had tankers being built we built one of the largest tankers here in the united states from that shipyard with the skilled workforce that they had um so when you start thinking about the shipyard you got welding shaping fitting um machinists 
uh, pipe I mean, fitters, outfitters. Right. You're talking about uh, every type of trade that could build a ship. Exactly. And that's that's uh, all the trades took a major hit. Now, yeah, was the range of the. Um so what 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 unions are you know are are involved in 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 the loss of work? Uh, pipe fitters, outfitters, uh, machinists, uh, boilermakers, um, metal trades. Uh, the metal trades council people is also now a lot of the individuals. So that, but when you talk about those types of of trades, are you talking about the building trades, or are there special trades for the shipyard? These are special trades for the shipyard. Okay, so when they lose their job, they can't just go outside the shipyard and go to a building, or like so. If I'm as an iron worker, we had to, an opportunity to work in there, but we did not. You know, it was a uh, it was a week long job, and then once we were done, we went back to the union hall, and you know, got a job in the in the Delaware Valley. You guys don't have an opportunity. No, we don't have the opportunity. It makes it very difficult for us to go into the the workforce right now. We we're battling right now because the guys are so used to metric that they having a problem with standard math, and it's it's a big problem. Explain what you mean by that. Um, well, metric system is totally different than standard. Standard, you're using inches. Metric, you're using millimeters. So we've been using that for so long, it became second nature. So we, we don't use uh, standard down at the yard at all. Well, you know, when you're... Um you know, when you look at this situation, you're dealing with it on a daily basis. Can you ever remember it like this? No, never. This is the worst event since what? I've been there. And you know what's amazing about this, Joe? You talk about hypotheticals. You know, you sit around and you think, what if this, what if that? And then then it happens. Like worst case scenario. And uh, it, how difficult is it now talking to your members on a daily basis? It's very difficult because it's very difficult for them to find work. Um, we've been, I've been laid off now since from December and I've been an activist pushing to get work and lobbying in D.C. to try to find work since December. So it's, it's very difficult to try to, you know, put in their mind that, you know, they could do when they're constantly getting turned down for our jobs. And remember the name Floyd Brown that I referenced at the top of the show. We'll introduce everybody uh, to Floyd as the show rolls on here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT as we get ready to go uh, into the commercial break. James, I want to ask you about um, there's... Uh, there is um, partisan support for a bill and for an effort to get work into the yard. And if that, right now, and if that would come to fruition, that w- that's a game changer right now. Yes, that, that will be a, that's definitely a game changer to put the people back to work. How many people are in your union? Right now, and I had over um, 600 members in my union that was affected. And out of those 600, are you, are you saying that they're all out of work? 90% of them are out of work. J-Doc, here's the reality of that. And I want the audience, as we go to a commercial break, uh, to uh, absorb and to listen uh, listen to this. Um, and think about that for a moment. Uh, all 90% of that workforce out of work we're going to meet floyd brown in a little uh, as the show rolls on here um, but the magnitude of what that means from veteran workers workers who have an incredible amount of tenure at that shipyard to now find themselves unemployed they are not marketable to the world 
or to the city or to a job that's non-related to what they do. Well, see, I'm thinking... I'm one. I, I, I'm in the age group. I get it. No, I'm in the age group. I mean, and the thing is, it's a, it's a scary thing because obviously you've been doing one thing your whole life. You become good at it. And next thing you know, you got an issue. Let me ask you a question. Jay Doc, we got to get to a break. All right, go ahead. All right, hold on to your question. We'll get to it. Sure. We'll get to a commercial break. Uh, this is Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, a special spotlight program of Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor. When we come back, Jimmy Hart will join us, president of the Metal Trades. Back in a moment. Portions of tonight's edition of Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor is sponsored by Plumbers Local 690, Ironworkers Local 401, and SEIU Local. 32BJ. This whole nonsense about not giving workers the right to organize with so-called right to work, that's bad. Something like that comes to my desk, I'll be to it, not just because I'm a Democrat, not just because I'm pro-labor, but because I know for a fact that's not very smart. You know, there's a big disconnect there, you know. People uh, have a hard time correlating between our national defense and recreational boating and cruising. Uh, when they hear national defense, they automatically think of the Navy. But the Jones Act is private fleets, okay? Cabotage, in other words, it, it, the, the beauty of the Jones Act is that it allows us to protect our national shores. Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. That audio clip coming to you uh, out of the commercial break. President of the Metal Trades, Jimmy Hart, now joining us uh, on the hotline here on Talk Radio 1210 uh, WPHT, along with J. Doc M. Joe Krause on a Saturday night in studio. James Hall, president uh, of uh, the Boilermakers Local 19, is with us. Floyd Brown. We have we've heard a lot about Floyd Brown. We haven't talked to Floyd Brown. Uh, yet, but we will. Floyd, so hang in uh, with us. He'll be along with us at the bottom of the hour, and Jimmy Hart uh, now joining us uh, by telephone. Jimmy, a good Saturday evening to you, sir, and thank you for joining us on Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor. Good evening, Joe, and good evening to all my friends and brothers from the City of Brotherly Love. Jimmy, help us get started uh, with, uh, and thank you for joining us, help us get started with understanding how we can change the course of the shipyard right now. What can we do um, from your from your perspective? Well, you know, it was a sad day when we learned that contracts were canceled. Jo- good Jones Act contracts that presented a, you know that uh, presented us with a lot of work, with good paying jobs, and really rewarded hard work and. From, the, from that very day, going back now over a year ago, uh, we put together a bipartisan political coalition, and more importantly, we empowered workers to stand up for themselves to save that yard. You know, we can go back all, all the way to the early 90s when the Brack Commission, you know, ruled and they closed that yard, and then all the hard work that went into it to reopen it and uh, in the early 2000s. And what did we produce in Philadelphia? At the Philadelphia Navy Yard, we produce one of the best shipyards in the country, uh, some of the best Jones Act ships built in this country. As a matter of fact, 30 magnificent vessels that, you know, that are recognized around the world, all created there. So we got together. We've got a great bipartisan political coalition working on behalf of Washington, and our workers are proactive 
talking uh, not only to elected officials to get work back in the yard, but they're also they're rallying with shipbuilders all around the country, and we're boosting the yard, and we're going to be successful. We're going to. I really strongly believe that we're going to keep the Philadelphia, uh, uh, the Philly shipyard in business. Uh, Jim, it's it's Joe Doherty. Uh, wh- what is the time frame, uh, a realistic time frame, uh, you know, for all those efforts to come to fruition um, when we think we can get a project back here? Well, Joe, right now uh, we had some good legislative success. And when I say legislative, not anything uh, as far as uh, legislation per se, but what we have done is that we have lobbied hard and we've gotten MARAD to award the construction of four training ships, badly needed training ships, and they picked their uh, vehicle construction manager, which is uh, the tote company. Uh, We, of all the competition that's out there, um, nobody can compete with our workforce. So our price is going to be right, our quality is, you know, uh, our quality is unquestioned, and we have the most experience to build those ships. So uh, this contract was awarded uh, back in uh, early May, uh, and we expect it to be given out within three to four months. And we expect we expect to get our share of those ships. Jimmy, the, uh, Jimmy Hart joining us here on Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor. James uh, Hall, who is in studio with us, we uh, we had a conversation, and James, I'll ask you to weigh in, and then Jimmy, I'll get you to comment on it. Uh, the narrative right now, the narrative is uh, build in America, put American workers to work, uh, and that ties exactly in uh, to what we want to happen. James, yes? Exactly. That's exactly what we want to happen. We want the people to go back to work. And and how many how many projects are actually at like it, uh, you know building ships and, and it's it's not an industry I'm completely familiar with but um, how many projects Jim come out on an annual basis for new shipbuilding uh, or refurbishing projects um, on average uh, per year? You speaking with me? Or- yeah, no, Jim. Yeah, yourself. Okay. Well. You know, hundreds of projects come out every year on Jones Act shipping in the private industry, but also now the uh, federal government also through the Navy and the Coast Guard, they build a lot. They're building lots of ships. You know, they they're working feverishly to get to that 355 ship Navy, of which the Navy now has about 286 or 87 ships. So uh, we are doing repair work and new construction throughout the country. James, how desperate are you? How hopeful are you that when Jimmy says, hopefully in three to four months, we can get the guys back to work? Your thoughts on that? My thoughts is that that'd be a great thing if we could work on three to four months to put these people back to work. They've been out of work for almost a year now. Um, some even longer than that. Unemployment done depreciated is gone. The unemployment's gone. They're, they're now scrambling for work. So that'll be a, a blessing in disguise. Yeah, and Jim and Jim Hart, um, when you're, uh, I mean, obviously this has been a priority to you, and and you must, you know, this is you know Philadelphia's a big region, and obviously you got a big qualified work uh, force here. Would you, knowing knowing that the, the workforce has been down, or the possibility when those contracts got canceled, um, 
how to how to create a a, a time sensitive stressful situation uh, for you guys there. What is the what is the reaction been by the the politicians, uh, those that are um, and those that are uh, you know assigning these contracts. The, the the region the region's politicians have been fabulous. Uh, we've got a bipartisan uh, group of senators. Uh, you know our, our our Pennsylvania delegation, including uh, Senator Toomey and Senator Casey, have been working fabulously together to to save this yard. Uh, they've been joined by our by the Jersey delegation. They've been joined by the Delaware delegation. Uh, they're working in a way that really. Uh, should make all of America proud that both sides can work together. Uh, you know, and, and I was listening a little bit. I caught some of the back end of some of the conversation. And the thing that I want you to know is that we, we're no longer going to put our eggs in any one basket. Right. Okay. You know, we can't depend on any one entity to determine our destiny. The only people who can determine our destiny has to be our workers, and we have to do it with our votes, and we have to do it with our activism. And the truth is, is that when we lost those contracts, okay, I started, you know, with my department and with my 17 international affiliates, we started to look for alternative work, and we're working feverishly hard right now to bring new types of work into that yard for the metal trades workforce, which includes offshore wind. The fabrication of offshore wind. I mean, my my brother Jim there, he talked about build America. We have to build America. And you know what? We're not going to build all this offshore wind work in Europe. We're going to build it here in the States. You know, the the first six units were constructed out in Rhode Island, just off of Block Island, about six or seven miles offshore. And unfortunately, it was all fabricated in Europe, the turbines and all. And now what we're doing is that we're working with the region's governors, and we're telling them, you know, we want, you know, if you want to build the stuff, we want you to build it. We want you to bring alternative energy to our country, but we want to build it. There's no reason to fabricate it in Europe. There's no reason why America can't be, you know, building turbines again. And, and they're receptive to this message, and we're working hard. So we're never going to have our eggs. When this is all done and over with, we're going to get some ships in there, no doubt about it. Okay, but our people are not more than shipbuilders. They're skilled tradesmen, and they can do anything, and they can do it under any deadlines and the truth is we're going to look for offshore wind we're going to look to bring the navy as an active participant to the philly shipyard no never again never again brothers in other words we're never going to let our destiny be determined by people that don't have our best interests at heart jimmy hart joining us he's the president of the metal trades joining us here on saturday night live uh with philly labor we'll get to a commercial break in just a moment jimmy i want to ask you if i could if i could somehow snap my fingers right now and put you uh in the oval office and in, in in a one-on-one conversation with the president of the United States with the president, uh, with President Trump. Um, How would that conversation sound? Let your actions meet the rhetoric, Mr. President. You want to make America great again? Well, you know, I'm a proponent of America has always been great and will continue to be great. But, you know, I'm going to use his term, make America great again. Revive American shipbuilding. Revive American industry. Don't let it just be a buzzword, okay? And, you know, let's get out there and do something. Let's subsidize shipbuilding like the rest of the countries do in this nation. Let's rebuild our maritime fleet. So when the time comes, Mr. President, you, who are so strong on national security, let's have enough maritime fleet that we can build those steel bridges, whether it be to the Middle East or to Asia, okay, to make sure that we can deliver our troops 
uh, materials and supplies as needed in any theater. You know, Jimmy, I want to commend you on that on 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 um, the long term plan because right before you, you you went into it, I was going to ask once we get uh, you know this back on track. What's going to prevent us from getting into this situation again and diversifying and making sure obviously you said never again. That to me, you know, says it all that the long term plan and diversifying is is uh, really where it's at. So that's well done. Well, as you know, you know, I mean, uh, Philadelphia is, is, is a great building city, as so many of our cities are. What we've known just from history over the years is that we sit back and, and ju- just enjoy what's at hand. Uh, we always have to be months, years, and decades ahead of ourselves. And that's one of the shortcomings uh, that I've seen in the labor movement over the years. You know, we've been hesitant to get into the service industry over the years. We've been, he- you know, we've been hesitant to back certain projects because we didn't think, you know, they were necessarily in our best interest. But you can't stop progress. And that's the biggest message I take out to my people every day. You can't stop progress. What you can do is hope to manage it and to make sure that we get our share. Workers deserve their share. Jimmy Har, president of the Philadelphia Metal Trades, joining us here on Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Jimmy, the next time you speak to Lou Ager, uh, you can let Lou know that uh, you did such a great job tonight on the show. Lou always talks in paragraphs. You talk in statements. Well done, sir. Okay. Well, you know, Sweet Lou is the great president of the Philadelphia Metal Trades. Brother Hall is a great business manager for our boilermakers out there. Uh, you know, when it, when it's all said and over with, what I appreciate most about the people out in the Navy is they understand it's not about themselves. It's about their fellow brothers and sisters. So I thank you for the opportunity to address such esteemed colleagues. Nah, good thank stuff. You, Jimmy. Jimmy Hart joining us here on Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor. Soon to, uh, sure to join us again, Jay Doc, as we roll up against the uh, commercial break. We'll get to a commercial break here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Floyd Brown will come into the conversation after the break. More on from James Hall, who will react to some of Jimmy's comments as well. Back in a moment. Portions of tonight's edition of Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor is brought to you in part by Sprinkler Fitters Local 692, Iron Workers Local 405, and Steam Fitters Local 420. We're going to try to work with Republicans in a bipartisan way to find solutions to what really is not working. I think that was Senator Casey on that audio drop saying he's going to try and work with Republicans. He certainly should try and work with Republicans. And he is uh, on this initiative, James Hall, uh, to try and get work back to the shipyard. It, It has to become it's already been a priority for you and for the guys and for the workers uh, that are laid off. Yes. Yes. We just now want to make it a radio priority, J-Doc, and use the microphone that Talk Radio 1210 provides and really push the narrative uh, to be able to get this bipartisan letter and get it engaged so we can get guys back to work. Exactly. We we, we would love to, uh, for that push to happen. Um, I know we've been having, we've been going to uh, On the Hill and we've been lobbying. We talked to Dwight Evans. Mary Gay Scanlon is a big push in our corner. Uh, Fitzpatrick, Mary Kenny, Laser, um, and Tina Tataglione. I can't forget her. Yeah, no. Uh, in fact, I talked to Deputy uh, Mayor of Labor, uh, Richie Laser, today, and uh, he's away and, 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 and sends his support. Um, 
and certainly we're gonna he's, he wants to talk about it in, in the next week so yeah i want to engage richie if we can he's super proactive oh, j doc yeah. and i want to try and get him to help us lead and bring this bring this to some sort of a big gathering and a big fruition well you could sure. hear you could hear his um passion for the issue uh, and obviously, you know, understanding and knowledge of what's going on down there. Uh, how, you've been you've been uh, announcing uh, our one of our guests, Floyd Brown, for a while. I'd like to bring him into the broadcast. Floyd, how are you, sir? Fine. It's great to have you. Uh, so tell me a little bit about um, what the last year's been like for yourself and, and your fellow members uh, down at the shipyard. Uh, it's been hard for a lot of people. I know as long as we... Uh, this is just about the end of the unemployment for a lot of people, and they having trouble finding jobs out there, good-paying jobs, and uh, a lot of people just can't get jobs that they like to do what they was doing before without having to be trained and be certified. We have to be certified through other people now in court and to be able to get a job out here. The unemployment people wants to uh, train people. And a lot of people are having trouble with this training method situation because they got to school us first. And then if you don't do good in your schooling, you got to go back until you pass and then get trained again. Otherwise, we got to be certified for other positions out here that we already certified to do. How long have you been uh, a member of the union? Uh, 17 years. 17 years. And, you, you know, this, this is, is the part that's tough, J-Doc. This is the part where, no, <laughs> Floyd, we, we talked about it. Tell the listening audience so we can understand it, um, what it's been like. You're putting out applications. You're putting out resumes. You're, you're having conversations with people about employment. Then what? Um, a lot of people would look at application as far as me, myself, Floyd Brown, putting in application through a lot of people. When they pull up my name, they see an age on there, which I am 65, 66 in July. And I would be told stuff like, uh, oh, okay, we just filled that space. Otherwise, I feel like there's a uh, discrimination against aged people out there no longer can uh, fulfill jobs because what we are going through as an age number. At the end of the day, um, it's got to be pretty difficult. And, you, you know, the sentiments of, of your fellow workers um, got to be got to be tough. Yes, it is. What? um what does it make you feel like when you when you when, obviously um, you hear you know your labor leaders here um, and you, you heard the president uh, on, on the line talking about you know never again letting this happen and you know the the prospect of uh, more jobs coming uh, you know in the next several months um, what does that make is that too little too late or or is it right on time. Hmm. It's an in-between situation because a lot of people already are losing stuff behind the fact they no longer can find a job to help maintain. Yeah, three to four months. It sounds well, okay. like it's right over. Sounds like it's right around you know, the corner. We, Joe, it's a lifetime away. Yeah, I hear you. But let me just. Oh, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. Not to the mortgage away. company. Yeah. Um, but let me ask you a question. And and um, you know I'm I'm going to ask I'm going to ask James Hall. What about the other unions out there? 
you know, the other building trades unions, you know, we can work on permits. You know, in other words, so if I'm an iron worker and, I, and there's no work in Philly and I'm a journeyman at the very least, I can go outside my territory. What about making a plea going, and, and I can't speak for the other unions. And by the way, I don't know what their work situations are. Um, but, you know, Joe, you know, you sent me a memo today call, calling all unions. Well, what about the possibility of taking some of your members and 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 seeing if any of the other unions have work, and if so, you know, can they you know can they get on permit or something like that? That will be a good thing. Um, I've been trying to talk to um, Pat Eiding, and he's been doing pretty good with trying to, to build them bridges because we want to build labor. That's what the whole thing is about. Keep I mean, Pat's strong. all about the working man. So exactly, and Pat is very good to to me. I stay going down talking to him, so. He's very good to me, and um, it's about building labor. So that wouldn't be a that wouldn't be a problem. We we would love to build that bridge where we could uh, have that conversation where we could you bridge know, the gap. Just exactly. bridge the get these people, um, you know, from from now to where you know the next ships come in. Because to me, it sounds like um, Jimmy Hart, who's the national president of the metal trades. Um, he he sounds like they got a long-term plan of diversification in the types of work. I assume it's going to be privatizing private type work and and government type work and you know getting more. A Navy well, there's a project. job on the doorstep. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's a contract, not a job. There's a contract on the doorstep. What is it? They got awarded to totes. They, the contract got awarded to totes to build the um, the training vessels. So they're just looking for a place to to really build them. So we need to we need that push. To make to say, look, we need to build them here. Did we get them, or did, or did that contract just it, come, it, come to the United awarded, States? Yeah, they just got awarded the contract, so we don't know if we got them or not. So that's so, where the push comes, Jim. Exactly. That's that, that. That's what. That's what we need to do. Here's with. one for you. Are there any other shipyards around the country as as stressed as ours? No. We okay. Are, well, then that answer should be <laughs> no. pretty obvious, man. Exactly. We are. We have a very very skilled workforce from the outfitters, painters, welders, outfitters. We are ready to go to work soon as they get us to work. Let me ask Floyd Brown, who's joining us in the studio, uh, to comment on. Uh, the thought, the speculation, the hope, um, all of that uh, well, about the possibility, Floyd, well, uh, of that uh, of that coming in and going back to work. Well, that would be good if they get this job done. I would love to see it happen, you know, and me, myself, going back to work there, too, you know, and uh, I would appreciate it. Yeah, you got 30 years left, man. <laughs> Let me tell you, you're, you're a strong You're in better shape than anybody ago, in this room. <laughs> I was going to say, no, no, you no said 65. My God. I thought you had, I thought Joe Cross had you by at least 20 years. <laughs> That's just me, though. But um, having said that, um, what can members of the general public and our union community and our leadership, what can they do to send a message uh, to, you know, to our politicians to please... You know, work hard, lobby hard for for these for these jobs. Well, what I've been doing was I've been writing letters to uh, Tina Tataglione, and they they could write you know letters, have conversations about you know that we bring the shipyard here so we could keep people off of uh, welfare and stuff like that, and build up the city of Philadelphia. So it's a big conversation, and I believe that will benefit everyone here. You know, was it a, is it a shock? Um, did you ever expect Floyd? Um, that the bottom would drop out like this? No, I sure didn't. That came that came out of sudden. And and you've worked fairly steady over the last seventeen years. Yes. 
mean, I remember, you know, with the, you know, back in the, uh, I guess early '90s, I believe it was, um, where you know, working as as an iron worker. '80s, J Duck. '80s. Yeah. Thank you, Joe. He's dating me on purpose, just so you just know that. Um, <laughs> no, two minutes, man. Finish this. You got two minutes to finish this. The point is this: uh, working on, uh, you know, thinking you were going to work forever. And the amazing thing is, and I think we always say it: it all the work comes at once, right? Mm-hmm. You can't spread it out. Um, but then when it happens, it's a very difficult situation. You're so used to providing for your family, you're doing those things. The fear of it never coming back has got to be difficult. Yes. Yes, it is, most definitely. James, let me read a uh, opening paragraph of a, a letter dated February 21st, 2019. We write as strong supporters of the Department of Transportation and the U.S. Maritime Administration about an urgent matter that we that will have important consequences for the National Shipbuilding Industrial Base was the opening part of the letter. I'm not going to read the whole uh, the rest of the letter, J. Doc, but it is signed by uh, Casey Coons, Carper, and Pat Toomey collectively, all four signatures on the back of the letter. So when you say it, when Jimmy Hart says it, um, there is bipartisan support to get the shipyard back to work. Now, how do we push it over the edge? We could um, we could keep having you know conversations going up to the hill, lobbying and keep keeping them informed of everything that's going on. You know, people. Um, uh, losing their house, don't have insurance. We we can start just keep drilling, keep drilling, keep drilling until we can't drill no more, and hopefully we get some kind of movement on it. We'll get to our final commercial break of the one hour show here on Talk Radio twelve ten WPHT. Floyd Brown uh, did a great job in that segment. Floyd, nice job, uh, and thanks for the work, my friend. Appreciate it. We'll get to a commercial break with J. Doc M. Joe Kraus. This is. Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor back in a moment. Portions of tonight's edition of Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor is being sponsored by IOTC Local 8, District 1199C, and the Newspaper Guild. The right wing conservatives don't have to drive themselves crazy. They can walk there. <laughs> God bless you. Back here live on Saturday Night Live on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Thank you so much. Uh, for tuning in to our spotlight special, special thanks again to Jimmy Hart, president of the Philadelphia or of the uh, Metal Trades, uh, joining us James Hall, president of the Boilermakers Local 19, uh, in studio. Floyd Brown uh, with us uh, in studio uh, as well. James's family is with us as well uh, in the studio. Matt Walsh is with us in studio as well. Full house tonight, Jada. Oh yeah, it's a great show, and and uh, you know during the break sometimes we talk about some things I wish we got on air and. And one of the things that James Hall said, uh, we're talking about lobbying and getting, you know, talking to the politicians. Uh, James, you just told me that on one trip to Washington to lobby, you guys went down there with 11 people at an exhibition to, to, to go down there and lobby in Washington. Yes, expedition. Expedition. Right? expedition. I said expedition. <laughs> Does I say expedition? Yeah, no, we're going to have to play the tape back. Uh, <laughs> yes, we all piled up in the, in, the, in the expedition. We went down and we went to lobby about... Uh, talking about our shipyard and what it means to us and our families. You know what is really, really amazing, J-Doc, and I said this to James three, I don't know if it was three, four years ago, uh, through Fred Chamberlain. Yes. Uh, and J-Doc, you remember when they came in and, oh, yeah. and, and they're always part of Krause's Coats, no oh, matter yeah, what. Unbelievable people. always contribute to Krause's Coats sure. uh, at the end of the year. So I was down at the shipyard 
and Freddie introduced me to, um, took me up in the management office, and I got a tour of the shipyard, and I'm telling you, it was buzzing with work yeah. when I was there. When James called, and we spoke last week, middle of last week, which I'm so glad that you called. Um, J-Doc, I was knocked back well, in my chair. I, I, I was blown say, away. You were, and I can tell you this. Um, we postponed the show we were going to have because Krauss called me up and said, by the way, whatever you're doing, um, you know, you know, move it to you know the next show. And by the way, the people that I that we had on told me immediately, put their situation on. Let's do their show. Let's get shed light on it. Joe Krauss and I say this directly uh, was extremely emotional about this, and 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 so obviously was I. And and so just so you guys know, we're here for you. We want to be a mouthpiece um, to do whatever it takes to to draw attention to this situation because I've been there, man. I've been, you know, where, where I thought I wasn't laid off. And next thing you know, I'm laid off for a year and a half. And you don't think that it's coming back. But, you know, and, and just so you guys know, um, there's a lot of Philadelphians um, thinking and praying for you and supporting you. And I, I want to, to call out to all Philadelphians, to call the local politicians, call the congressmen, call the senators, and tell them that our shipyard needs work and to please do whatever they have to do within reason and whatever is legal to get work coming to our people because they're great people and they have been in a bad way for too long. And James, just to, I don't want to be repetitive, but I want you to, the contract is there to be had, right? Exactly. It's just not granted yet. Um, they're, they're, they're working on trying to get that contract to come to our yard and we really need a push for that to come to our yard. I mean, it's on. It's 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 there. The contract now was approved, right? If, if 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 the contract comes to the Philadelphia shipyard, James, that means what? Workers it are means going to work. It means benefits. It means people uh, not losing their houses, their cars, and. It means uh, revenue for the city of Philadelphia for a long time. For a long time. Is that and is that going on now? People losing their houses and their cars. People and are losing their houses. They they're maintaining with unemployment because unemployment is a big cut of your of your. Is money. there any way we can get an extension for the unemployment for these individuals? I don't. Know. I mean, there used I to be a federal extension, um, and. You know, in every way we can to piecemeal this thing together so that these individuals can get, you know, have dignity while they're waiting for other people to, 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 to help them out, to get them jobs. And that is a shame to have hard, good, hardworking people that, that... I mean, all the political clout, J-Doc, in this town from uh, former Governor Ed Rendell... Who was instrumental, by the way, in in, in, in in driving exactly. in driving the development of the shipyard, to Mayor Kenny, to um, all of the politicians that you bipartisan that have signed for this. Somehow, some way, we've got to push this through and get the shipyard awarded the deal. The deal's there to be had. It's right. Deal. If we could just get through this this situation here, you heard what the national president Jimmy Hart said. Never again. Never again. Oh, and by the way, we're, it's it's you know it it you're talking about we're the most stressed shipyard in the country right right, right. now. Okay, right. there you go. I mean, it, never again are the words that will ring out loud from today's show. Never again. Jimmy uh, James Hall, uh, President Boilermakers Local 19. I want we have just a couple of minutes left. Um, I want to give you the um, the ability to talk now uninterrupted. 
to all of your workers and, 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 and all of those that mean something to you. And there's a lot of people. Um, I, want, I want you to do it over the air for us. Right now, and, um, all the Boilermakers, Pipefitters, Outfitters, uh, even if you're not with our local, the Boilermakers are pushing and we got your back. So we're, I'm here, I'm on my own will, my own time, and I'm talking to friends. Friends that, you know, I met on, along the way. We're trying to push to get our brothers and our sisters back to work. That's priority. And what's interesting, you're the president of, of, of the local, right? Yes. But, you, but, but, but you're working. You work as, as the president, correct? Yes, sir. So you got laid off, too. Yes. I mean, you know, you're not you're not talking about, you know, when, when people understand, think union, right? Especially on, you know, when, 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 you, when people have to understand what, what good, hardworking union members are. And let me tell you something. You know, it's a very diverse community. In, in other words, there's different, you know, you have your, uh, you know, you have your federal workers, you have your building trades workers, you have your private, your public unions. Take a listen to this. This is a union of, of members whose president was actually working on the job with them and got laid off and is here on his own time with one of his members who are, who are, who are getting the word out to, that, that his members need support. One minute to go in, uh, in tonight's edition of Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor. Uh, Floyd, <laughs> um, I give you just an opportunity um, to join us one last time. Your final thoughts for our listeners tonight. Uh, <clears throat> is to try to get this yard back <clears throat> going too as well as anybody else because the people needs this. I mean, people are out there right now just trying to make ends meet and not getting nowhere because everything is a shutdown to us. As long as this yard get back together, the people will be happy, I will be happy, and it'll be one great big family again. James, last Yo, word. We'd like you. to thank uh, everybody, 1210, for having us, putting us on the air, and letting, you know, letting people hear our side of the story. And we're just looking to get back to work and put a lot of people back to where I'm speaking as an activist for the whole yard. Jay Doc, I only have 15 seconds. Well, I just want to thank Floyd Brown and, and James Hall, and of course the president, you know, or the national president Jimmy Hart for 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 being with us on on today's show. Wishing you the best and knowing we're here for you in any way possible. And I want to thank Joe Krause for for demanding that we do this show. Yeah, you get to come back next week for that, Jay Doc. Thank you so much. We'll get to uh, that's going to do it for this week's edition of Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor on Talk Radio twelve ten WPHT. On behalf of everyone, I'm Joe Krause. See you next time, everybody. This program is a paid commercial announcement and in no way represents the views of WPHT or its management.